0: Welcome to Audacity Marketing with Hazel Kimpo and Michelle Frechette. On this podcast, we'll challenge you to think differently and break free of the same old strategies. We'll push you out of your comfort zone and encourage you to think outside the box. So take notes, make bold decisions, and be audacious. Hey, Hazel.
1: Hello, Michelle.
0: Ready to be audacious? Let's be audacious. I'm
1: excited for our first true episode.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, I love the idea of, you know, the audacity of things, right? So there's two ways that you can be audacious. One is can be like a lot of times considered rude, right? Like oh, the audacity, right? But when you think about marketing, you think about business, you know, you always hear about BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goals. And to me, that really means things you're just going to go for, like throw caution to the wind, take that leap of faith and just go for it. And I think that's what the, what we're talking about more than like, we're not trying to be rude. We're just trying to take advantage of those things that are out there.
1: Absolutely. I love it. It's two women running this one because this... Um... I don't know, somehow comes to men in the world without any training. And uh, sometimes we need a little bit of reminders that you can be audacious, go out there and ask for things. Um, And no is not that scary, I think is what we have to deal with, right? Because the worst thing about asking is someone will say no. And uh, once you get used to that, you can kind of deal with almost anything. So you can be Mm -hmm. audacious and ask for things.
0: Absolutely. Somebody once told me I should read a book called Go For No, which is just it's a marketing book that's just kind of like it it's it's nothing unusual, but I hadn't thought about it in the like the respect of ask, 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 ask. Get as many no's as possible because someday somebody's gonna say yes, or one of those people is gonna say yes. So if you go with the uh, you know, hoping for yes, expecting no go for no, eventually somebody's going to go, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, one of the things that's most successful for me in marketing is the more doors you have open, the more successful you'll be. So even just by knocking on those doors, you open new connections. A Mm -hmm. great example I did a couple of years back is we threw a music festival here in Long Beach for kids. Mm
0: -hmm. It was
1: a Coachella for kids, we called it, a little palooza, and I sort of decided to do it out of nowhere. We had a little bit of a community, and I was like, you know what? Sounds fun to do this year before COVID. Let's throw a music festival for 3,000 kids, and we started putting it together, and I ended up reaching out to um, a couple of newspapers, seeing if they would want to cover it. I mm-hmm. wasn't in PR at the time, had no connections, but I thought, you know what? Let's just see. And lo and behold, they wrote a nice little article. And the day the article came out, we got a ten thousand dollars sponsor for the con for the Woo! festival, which I wasn't even expecting. So, I paid off for.
0: Absolutely, I had participated in a hackathon once in Buffalo. Like, I somebody said, "Hey, we'd love for you to come and talk to the people who who will own these websites at the end of this hackathon." And just kind of explain to them how does it work? How do you like do some marketing things like that? I'm like, sure, I'd love to come participate. And I like this is super cool. I wonder if I could host a hackathon. Like, why couldn't I host a hackathon? Right. So, like, I was just like, I'm running a hackathon. And so, I built a website that's like RochesterHackathon.com. It still exists if you're interested in seeing how I put a hackathon together. I love it. Right. And then like all of a sudden, and I charged people $10 to come. Right. Cause I was like, I'm not paying for pizza out of my pocket. I'm not paying to rent space out of my pocket and people paid $10, which also made sure they attended. Right. Cause very few people pay for something and then don't show up. But if they don't have to pay, they'll be like, and it didn't cost me anything. I'm not going to show up. I had like 40 people in the room. I had three nonprofits, local nonprofits who participated, sent somebody there. I had people at at each table with varying levels of abilities so that nobody like got super stocked with a ton of developers and everybody else only had people who know how to surf the web, right? And so everybody was able to participate. Um, I got sponsorship for it. So we paid the bills and I got people from outside of the immediate area to watch online when we did the presentations at the end and judge we did like a little judgy thing so people could win and they the nonprofit that whose site won got like a hundred dollar amazon gift card that kind of thing and it turned out to be an amazing day people loved participating i'll do it again it was like pre-pandemic it's like yeah people have to be comfortable yep. getting back but together all because, but all because, because you i was like the yeah to say i'm gonna throw a hackathon like, exactly i just
1: like,
0: am yep i could build a website and nobody nobody wants to do it then it's like oh okay well that didn't fly but like, if you ask, it's amazing how many times people will come through.
1: Yep. I think uh, honing our skill of resilience is what is to become aud- audacious. Mm-hmm. You have to end up being, being able to work that resilience. If I was going to give top three tips for audacious, for being audacious, what would they be? We're like, what would they be from us, Michelle? I would say top yeah. number one is just ask.
0: Absolutely. A- and ask with a thick skin. It's okay. Like you said, it's okay to hear no. And it's even okay for somebody to say no in a snarky, rude, or how dare you way. Like, who cares? So they're clearly not your client. They are clearly not your sponsor. And you don't have to ever work with them again. You've just discovered who they are. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I think about all of the sales emails and cold emails I've received over the years. And the very, very absolute worst thing that happens if I'm on the receiving end is, I get kind of annoyed and I'm like, ugh, this person emailed me again. Usually, I kind of just either respond or I just kind of forget about it. So like if the mm-hmm. worst thing that's going to happen is an email lands somewhere and someone kind of forgets about it, that's not that bad of a worst thing to me. No,
0: not at all. Um, I would think this, the second thing I'd say is don't be afraid of failure, right? Because you can't mm. be audacious and expect to succeed every single time. You have to, ex- you, can, you can expect that you will fail. You can expect that you'll succeed. You can set those goals and those expectations, but you can't be afraid to fail and you can't be afraid to succeed. Absolutely. I
1: think that's Sometimes success is
0: scarier. (laughs) Well, Michelle, you you and I
1: have worked together and you know, I'm real big on having like some kind of foundational baseline. So you have an opportunity to be audacious. So if you have I wouldn't have audacity as your go-to marketing strategy for everything if you didn't have some some things working in the background. But it really opens up doors for me. Number three, I would say, is to follow up and actually complete. Um, And I know that Mm -hmm. sounds like it goes without saying, but just like you'll surprise how few people will be out there being audacious and going and actually asking, even fewer go actually do what they say they will do. And I know that seems like a simple thing, but the more that you will respond uh, in a timely manner and do what you say you're going to do, you're going to outshine so many people out there and it makes oh, the audacity mm-hmm. pay
0: off. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, if you don't ask, if the answer is always no, if you don't have a thick skin, you will get hurt easily. If you don't have a baseline, you don't know what audacity is and you don't know where to go from. These are all really, really good tips, right? So, absolutely i think of um i often think when i think about audacity being that like um that that leap of faith you know that step of faith out like i may not see exactly where i'm going but i'm gonna just be like yep the floor is gonna rise to meet me and i always think of now this is showing my age but i always think of that scene in indiana jones um the Mm -hmm. first one the last arc where like or no i think i don't remember which episode it was it might have been the last one actually where he like there's like the leap of faith and he just sees this giant chasm ahead of him he's like how do I get from point A to B oh yeah I don't know
1: which one that is either but yeah
0: I think it's the last one the last crusade one um and he like throws the dirt across it and you see that like the floor was hidden but it was there all along like that's how I feel like about audacity it's like yeah sometimes you might not actually see where you're going because nobody's tread that way before but like it's not a chasm you're not going to fall to your death it's okay (laughs) So Hazel, one of the things that you and I did together was WordCamp US last year. And we put some pretty bold ideas. I say we, I didn't actually come up with any of the ideas. You came up with a lot of them. The team came up with a lot of them. They were executed to perfection. And there were a lot of moving parts. But we had one of the most talked about booths at WordCamp US and we had zero swag left at the end. Like literally nothing (laughs) to donate to charity, nothing to pack up and bring back with us. As a matter of fact, we didn't even get our own swag because we gave it all away. I'm like, I want a candle. There are no candles. I mean, like literally. (laughs) I know I
1: wanted one too. Yeah, so that campaign was really fun. We um, went to WordCamp and we really wanted to do to focus on the community that was going to be there right because it wasn't really about trying to teach all these brand new people who had never heard of wordpress plugins uh it was more trying to harness and say hey we're part of the community and the reason i feel like that was so audacious was it was largely based on a gut feeling that we understood this community so well that because you're part of this team michelle and you under you speak this language so well that we we really felt like hey this is this is going to be audacious. It's kind of ridiculous. We're going to make candles for people. We're going to do a T-shirt press station. We're going to have a Coachella party. We're going to have um, a magic eight, eight,
0: a magic eight ball that helps you pick your swag. I mean, who thinks of this stuff?
1: Um, but I think I think we ended up. It wasn't really about the exact swag, but it was about that it spoke the language of the custom of the audience yeah. so well, and that was what was really exciting to me, and it it paid off in spades.
0: It really did. It was, you know, people were talking about it even weeks afterwards. Uh, We were able to follow up with a lot of the people that came, people that we, one of the most audacious things is we actually sent postcards to people Uh, who had RSVP'd in advance, right? I hand wrote almost 200 postcards that we mailed out in advance and people were tweeting about the handwritten postcards because nobody does that. And I think to bring it right back, that's the audacious part, right? So it's not audacious to do what everybody does. It's audacious to think outside the box. I hate that phrase, but let's, it is what it is, right? So it think is, outside absolutely. Think outside the box, do things that other people aren't doing, but that will delight, right? I think that's what true marketing is, is how are you delighting your customers, your potential customers and your community in a way that is fresh and exciting. And I think and with that, right? Let's be authentic Oh, yeah. to who you are. Absolutely. And and I think we nailed it with that campaign for sure. Um yeah. Yeah, super exciting. So if you like Audacious Ideas, come along, subscribe to our podcast. We're getting it out there in the world. Um, we would love your questions. We're going to, you know, we have a Twitter account. Well, we will. <laughs> By the time this is out there, we have a Twitter account. We will. We
1: will. We have- we, we, you know, we'll be audacious this afternoon and start a
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can DM either one of us on Twitter. You can DM us on our, own, on our new Twitter account. We have a contact form at audacitymarketing.com. We also have ways that we can help you. Um, you can pick our brains. We have sessions. We have um, services that we can offer. There's lots of ways that we can help you. If you need that kick uh, in the pants to be audacious, we can give you that Audacity kick if you need it. So come along for the journey. That's what we're going to be talking about. Um, And we're very excited to share.
1: Thanks, Michelle. See
0: you next time. See you next time. This has been Michelle Rochette and Hazel Kempo with Audacity Marketing. Dare to be different and dominate your market with audacity.